Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you want to get to that level, I can get there too. You keep talking over That's me. Also. But you talk, I'm trying to explain to you why I made that comment. I can't fix your childhood traumas. I'm not a therapist. What? Excuse me? Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine. We're in Mexico City with our Miami mommies, and wow, a lot of things went on. I didn't talk about Beverly Hills this week. Um, should I share, like, just really brief thoughts? Um, what happened? Merce left the purse and ended up in the river and also in um, Garcelle's 30-inch bust down. And before that, or after that, can't remember. They had some, um, you know, like flower necklaces and they talked about the things that they were going to let go of. And, you know, it was like a very healing moment for everybody. It was <clears throat> Erica, you know, very harrowingly, is that a word, telling us that she's going to let go of the fact that she's upset that people didn't give her a fucking parade or whatever because uh, her $750,000 earrings got kicked down to a lower court. So she's very upset with everybody but that about that, but she's going to let it go. And that's a strong woman. Um, what else happened? Oh, I mean, there were some, like, you know, Kyle gave us, like, a half a step closer, more insight into the situation with Mauricio. And... You know, I'm just continuing to find myself a little bit frustrated with how she wants to act like she doesn't 
like she needs space and she doesn't understand why everybody's talking about her, whispering about her relationship with her and Marie. So it just seems like she wanted to earlier in the season make like a vague mention of it to the ladies and that be enough. <laughs> and it wasn't mostly because it keeps coming up like in like page six or whatever. And I just don't understand or appreciate this why does everybody want to talk about this? Why does everybody want to talk about me? I don't get it. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. And that's fine. So, you know, I appreciate, I guess, again, a half step's worth of appreciation of her being like, yeah, me and Mauricio are in a real bad place. And I'm feeling like <clears throat> he puts his all into the agency, putting little fires out there. He's down. But when it comes to me needing him, he isn't putting in that much effort. And I'm like, well, if this is how it's going to be, ain't going to be no marriage. Okay. We're not going to have anything to put anything into effort to if it's too late. Right. Great. I don't, it's not even like I need her to give us every little dirty, minute detail. But I think it's just the acting like she doesn't know why people are curious for me, you know? That's what's wild. Um, what else happened? Do I want to talk about? I can't remember a thing. I <laughs> so no. <laughs> and you know what? I I am kind of on the side of people saying um, Kathy Hilton showing up at the reunion is an indication that the rest of the season probably wasn't very good because Kathy you didn't even sign a contract for this reunion or for this season. So why are you showing up the reunion? Um, I would say I'm concerned, but I'm not. Let's move on to Miami. So this Miami, this is a to be continued. I feel like we've gotten real loosey goosey with the to be continued at the end of the episodes, like to the point where they don't even mean anything anymore. Like you ever say something like a word in your mind and the more you say it or the more you hear it out loud, you're like, is that an actual word? Like, to be continued means nothing. What does that mean anymore? You know, it's a to be continued every other episode. We know it's to be continued. It's a season. We know there's going to be another one. <laughs> that's, that's what the preview's for. We get it. But this one was worth it because we left off with the ladies were in the gondola. Lisa's screaming at Kiki. Tensions are high. We're like just kind of coming down from the emotions of that. And then Julia is completely re-traumatized again by a bunch of dead baby dolls on an island. So it's it's a hot mess, right? It's only day two in Mexico. It, it's wild. So if you guys don't remember, this man saw a child get drowned in that location. And he ended up just obsessively adding more and more dolls and toys, Barbies to this area because he was feeling like oh I, I keep seeing the spirit of this child if I just like keep giving it more toys and maybe it'll play with the toys and not with my psyche clearly you know I don't think the toys won anyway Alexia says listen I know it's disturbing but it is part of the culture right like we were supposed to they were supposed to go on a tour of the actual island Julia decides to stay on the boat. Dr. Nicole's like, I'm with you, girl. A lot of people end up staying, actually. It's about half of them, including Alexia, who planned the whole thing. But um, 
you know, a couple of them have to get off. Adriana, Marisol, they have to go to the bathroom. Larsa just wants to look at it. And Lisa also as well. She's got a lot of selfies to take, as it turns out. Marisol says in a confessional, I don't know which concierge told Alexia about this, but this is like a Mattel graveyard. What is going on here? Adriana's freaked out. She's like, you know what? My bladder is stronger than my fear at this point. But I, I think it might be weaker, but that's okay. Marisol's looking at all the dolls, because like I said, it's not just baby dolls. It's Barbies, too. One of them's just hanging by an ankle. And she's like, is this supposed to be comforting? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. And then she goes into the bathroom, and you just hear her say, oh, God, there's one in here, too. <laughs> Lisa's going around just trying to get a, get a picture, okay? They're playing, ha, <laughs> ha, like baby, babies laughing in the background as background noise. They go into one, like, shack room situation. There are jars of baby dolls head, like, in pickle juice or whatever. Adriana, there's a man in there, by the way. (laughs) The only person that we see on this island. Just, oh, hey, giving information about the island. Adriana's the only person to, like, get a little bit of this to her. And by that, I mean the man in the shack talking to her. And he says, you know, this is kind of like a witchcraft thing going on. Uh, You think? Yeah, we didn't need that explanation, sir. Back on the boat, Julia's trying to calm herself down. Trying to, like, do some exposure therapy, talk herself to be like, hey, I'm trying to go into this with compassion. Clearly, this meant a lot to somebody. I'm trying to, like, separate my feelings of trauma from this situation. So she just looks takes one look at the island. She's like, "Mm, I can't do it. You know, like, "Mm, I'm out, right? Doesn't even take one pinky toe off of that boat. So Alexia is now holding Julia because Julia's like getting emotional and kind of weeping. Gertie's on the other side of Julia trying to cover Julia's eyes, but her arms aren't long enough. So it's just like a fist and some fingers tangled up in Julia's hair. (laughs) It's like, complete chaos she's crying alexia's crying you know what by the way like i just want to say alexia's sunglasses game is on point okay i need her to get uh oliver peoples warby parker tom ford collaboration because she has taste the bitch dresses down. all of them do all of those girls dress down not adriana has her foibles but you know what (laughs) compared to giselle hello so alexia is telling the captain we need to leave like let's just go right now this is a flop like just go right but they're they're like no everybody's on the boat we're sure right (laughs) they're not adriana's teetering teetering just like having it just touring around looking around and you could hear because she has to go over this bridge to get back to the boat but it's like a teetery bridge she's got these impossible heels on so she's going literally like two inches like i don't want to fall i don't want to fall holding on to the railings you would hear larsa being like adriana hurry up adriana hurry up we're trying to leave <laughs> Gertie says in a confessional, she does not even know what's going on with her at this point. She's starting to get nervous. She's starting to feel some type of way physically. And then Lisa goes, this is why I hate yachts. Like, you can never get off of them. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. So finally, everybody's on the boat. They leave. And then 
Maricel's like, okay, Alexia, where are we going to dinner tonight? A cemetery? A cemetery? And Larsa goes, yeah, we're going to be with some dead babies? Some dead babies? A lot of dead babies. Like, okay, shh, ma'am. Shh. What do you think? Though that phrase might not be something that Julia wants to hear either, or anybody, frankly. And then Gertie says she's got to puke. So fortunately, they've got like a big ass industrial size trash can that they pass down to her. And everybody's like, let's just be quiet. You know, like she doesn't feel well. Like, let's not hover over her. Let's just be quiet. Okay. There's about three seconds of silence before a gondola of like an eight to ten piece mariachi band pulls up on the river. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Like, just they're like, what is going on? At one point, there's another gondola behind the mariachi band. I didn't see a human, did you? I just saw a dog barking at the at the back. Was somebody actually riding? Like, it was just pure chaos. Like a German shepherd just barking as he cruises by in his own gondola. What the hell's going on here? It's like a good 12 seconds of Airbud's Mexican cousin on the gondola barking away. Gertie's puking hard, okay? Lisa's trying to take selfies with the mariachi band as they're performing. Alexia's screaming, we need a doctor. Finally, they're able to get to shore and tell the mariachi band, okay, I think we're good. Thank you so much. This is beautiful, but we got to go. Gertie's being escorted by production. And who is still on the boat? Lisa Hochstein, who's trying to find her lip gloss. She's looking in the cooler. She's looking under the table, under the chairs. That's the only shade I wanted to wear. Does anybody see my lip gloss? Like, ma'am, Gertie is sick. She can't even walk on her own. We're not worried about your lip gloss, girl. Oh, my God. This is like maybe one of the best episodes of Miami of all time. <laughs> Definitely the best uh, 48 second arc, maybe in Housewives history. So after that, we I mean, let's just cut to the chase, right? Like Gertie is fine. They pump her up with some Zofran. What happened was altitude. She was getting, t- you know, Timmy two turn. So she ended up dehydrated. As soon as they get those fluids in her body, she goes from being like, I need Russell to be like, woo, let's fucking party. So she's fine. You know, like Nicole stays with her. It's all good. The hardest part of the whole situation seemed to be that Gertie's ponytail got stuck in one of those blood pressure arm cuffs. And Nicole had to tell them, like, it's just a wig. Like, it's just a hairpiece. She's fine. She doesn't care. (laughs) Don't worry about it. So the next day is Pride and Adriana's big performance. And we see Julia getting her glam done. She's on the phone with Martina and she was absolutely right. Like she said a couple episodes ago, Martina does not give a fuck whose lips I touch. Okay. Doesn't care. She tells her, oh, I kissed basically everybody on this trip. We were having so much fun, me and my girlfriends. And Martina tells her, oh, you know, if you turn enough women, you get a, a toaster in the mail from the lesbian community mini so congratulations (laughs) she's like yeah i'm gonna be looking at my mailbox i'll be waiting for it so while everybody else is getting ready for pride and talking about how horrible the day was of course lisa's telling her glam people i cannot believe yesterday i can't believe a juice box was thrown at me all i did was feed dogs 
Meanwhile, Alexia is telling Marisol in their room that she talked to Kiki earlier on a FaceTime. And then Kiki told her that the whole thing with Lisa on that boat yesterday was like very triggering for her because she feels like Lisa's really entitled. And she's basically talking shit about her upbringing, like right to her face, right? After that, everybody meets up in the lobby. Julia shows up like one of Rainbow Bright's besties. I don't know. She's got a sign that says Viva Adriana, but it's spelled wrong. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> God bless her. Even Larsa has to say in a confessional, I know my best friend's social security numbers. Like, I can't imagine not knowing how to not spell their name. Like, Larsa, don't... This is a lesson for everybody. Don't let Larsa get one over on you. Please, don't ever put yourself in that position. And then, Alexia um, tells her, you spelled your name wrong. The you know that, right? She shows her, her phone contact. Like, no, I have it in my phone as A-D-R-E-A-N-A. They're like, yeah, but that's not right. <laughs> She's like, well. They're like, girl, that's your best friend. <laughs> so now it's time for Adriana's performance. Can we just, like, pause for a second? I, I'm confused about her relationship with Emilio Estefan and, and the music career. Like, I'm not suggesting that this is a Yacht Girl situation, but what is it? The, my best theory is that Emilio is like, well, she's on this TV show. It's highly popular. And so I can just have, I can just like give her my throwaway tracks, like the ones that Camila Cabello doesn't want. And she'll be on the show and that's like good enough. You know, I, the traction that I can get, you know, it's like a, what, what is the, the term for that? Like cost, loss, something. <laughs> It's basically like, he already made the shit. You might as well give it to her. She could probably get 15,000 streams out of it. And basically, it'll be like, well, it'll be a wash. You know, I, I did something with this track. This Camila Cabello um, leftover. You know, I, that's my best estimation. But it does seem like he's putting up a lot of money. Like, we're we're hiring dancers. I want to know where those dancers got the uh, short denim overalls that they were wearing because like no shade at all I think I had something very similar to that in the 90s and like it was a vibe it was a real vibe I also imagine he had to like pay for this right like Adriana was not getting paid to perform so I'm just wondering like how much money is going into this I just wonder like what's the over under you know are we in the red or in the black Emilio just let me know just let me know babe so 
she's got like the whole thing. It's it's giving like carnival, like down in Trinidad. Like the whole like the costumes that are like kind of bikini, and she's got the big, uh, you know, hail not halo, uh, feathered wings, but they're like pride colored, the rainbow colored. It's a vibe, right? There are about 200,000 people at this Pride, and it's a lot. It's a lot. Before the ladies get off the bus to watch Adriana, Kiki whispers to Lisa, like, listen, girl, I don't hate you. Okay, like, I don't want to have a bad time with you. Like, let's just have fun. And Lisa's like, yeah, I don't want to fight with you. Just don't throw anything at me. That's one, okay? And then once they get inside, Lisa and Kiki start dancing together like they're feeling the vibe. It's it's a whole fun atmosphere. Kiki does a little kick in the air and Lisa goes, oh, my God, are you going to fight me again? OK, so that's two. And that was within 20 minutes of each other. OK, so finally we get Adriana doing her performance and the microphone is on for her intro, not the actual song. OK, there are a lot of honestly, we didn't see a whole lot of her actual performance you could tell that the editors were doing a lot of um, making us feel like people were really, really feeling this. I'm not sure that they were. Because when they do the long shots of the crowd, it doesn't even seem like anybody's moving. <laughs> God bless her. I love the song. Not more than Alexia. Alexia is that song's Faya's number one fan. Okay? At, at the end of Spotify... The Spotify wrapped that you were in the top 0.1% Alexia listening to Faya. <laughs> One of the best things about this show is despite the fact that Alexia and Adriana are not really getting along and haven't in several years at this point, Alexia will never deny that she goes up for that song. She loves it. She said it was the greatest song in the world. <laughs> But a lot of the shots that we see are of the ladies in the VIP. And also, like, the other thing that I think is a disconnect is that the crowd is so far from the stage that it's, like, I, I can't imagine, like, you can really feel their energy or they're feeling yours. They were a good, like, 50 feet away behind some gates between them and the stage. Like, it was a lot. So the girls have a lot of space in, like, the VIP section to just, like, kind of dance. That's really more of what we see than Adriana's actual performance. But again, like, she wasn't actually singing. Like, Marisol says in a confessional, Are, is she lip syncing? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> what the hell is going on here, girl? But great performance. We're so happy for you, Adriana. She seemed to be, you know, like, if she liked it, I love it, you know? And that's all we can say. Fire! So the ladies are going to be just hanging out at the hotel. They're, the hotel's having a pride parade or a pride party downstairs. But Alexia has all the girls over to her suite first to have drinks. She's got a bartender, the whole thing. She orders a regular margarita. Then Lisa orders a skinny margarita. And Alexia's like, no, no, they don't serve those in Mexico. <laughs> so Lisa's like, Okay, bartender, you can put just like a little drop of sugar in my drink. In a confessional, this is a Alexia that I love. I can't with these skinny bitches. Like a little bit of sugar is not going to be bad for you. What about being allergic to Lenny? Why aren't you allergic to that kind of stuff that's actually bad for you? <laughs> then Kiki shows up to the bar and she hugs Lisa and Lisa goes, Oh, 
uh, she she says like we're not gonna fight anymore right and lisa goes no are you gonna throw any more juice boxes at me and so now kiki's like girl forget it okay and she says in a confessional lisa's making it really hard for me to move forward with her she keeps bringing up like me fighting and being aggressive towards her and she says i think in lisa's mind she feels like kiki was being aggressive with her but like she was the one who initiated the whole thing so lisa needs to apologize to kiki this is what larsa says so then lisa goes to find allies because she knows like kiki's pissed off at her larsa's not trying to hear it so she goes over to sit with Dr. Nicole and Alexia to be like, oh, you know, Kiki and I aren't in the best place right now, but, you know, she needs to sit over there. Like, she can't sit with us stuff. And Nicole's like, mm, okay, well, I think Kiki's probably upset and she probably doesn't love that you keep suggesting that she's violent, you know? And Alexia is like, yeah, what you're doing is kind of passive aggressive, Lisa, like, chill. And I have to say, I love that every one of these women have been like, Lisa, you got to stop. What you're doing is not a good look. We don't like it. And and you also need to correct yourself. Rather than leaving Kiki to fend for herself all the time, like what would happen in most other franchises, all the girls are like trying to explain to her, break it down. This is not a good look for you, Lisa. You're delving into some territory here. Maybe stop, okay? <laughs> so then Lisa, of course, can't take any accountability. Uh, honest to God, I swear on my hair, I was trying to make light of the situation. I was making a joke. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So then, Lars is inside telling Kiki, well, what do you think I should do? With Lisa, because I feel like, you know, I'm best friends with her. She can tell me anything. I can take hearing about all the drama in her life. Like, I can do it because we're best friends. But other people have had enough. <laughs> okay. That's what you're going to tell her, that you can, t you can handle it. But other people are getting tired of it. That's you being honest to your very best friend. Okay. You don't have an issue with it. Just as everybody else does. So Kiki tells Larsa everything is about Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of it. It's selfish, okay? And for her to even make that comment about the people who were living by the river, I used to live that life. I didn't just lay on my back and get fucked by a plastic surgeon and then, boom, I got millions of dollars. Larsa is like, oh, oh, well, uh-oh. <laughs> so Julia just so happens to have been ordering her uh, what she calls cucumber water with vodka and 
she's at the bar, so she ends up leaving, going outside to where Nicole, Lisa, and um, who else is over there? Oh, uh, Alexia are sitting. And so then she's like, okay, well, um, Lisa, I heard Kiki say stuff about, like, you know, you were being passive-aggressive with her and, like, blah, blah, blah. And Lisa's like, well, fine. I just won't talk to her then. So she's upset. She thinks you're entitled and spoiled. <laughs> so, Nicole's like, wow, Julia. Um, you're really lovely using your mouth. Maybe you can use it to kiss people. Why don't you get back to kissing instead of creating more drama with the with the girls? But then Nicole little bit of a hypocrite because as soon as they get inside Nicole's the one who runs to Kiki to tell her that Julia was squealing so technically she was squealing just as much as Julia was but honestly Kiki didn't give a shit and it's like yeah well that's how I feel also by the way Marisol was not there that night because she also started throwing up (laughs) earlier in the day they're like oh yeah it's probably the altitude yeah and the fact that she's built on 40% vodka but sure (laughs) altitude right so the ladies go downstairs to the pride party lisa's now pouting because all of a sudden now she's a victim to kiki once again she threw a juice box at her emotionally okay she doesn't want to be there so julia decides to do part two of her squealing to lisa tell her everything about how like oh you know everybody in the group has been feeling like they've been giving lisa a lot of empathy this past year and how they basically kind of feel like she needs to snap out of it at this point. And having a bad day with Lenny is not an excuse to tell Kiki to shut up. Of course, Lisa hears none of this. She starts crying and is like, well, I don't need anybody to tell me to snap out of anything. This is my life. So then in a confessional, she's like, these are supposed to be my friends. Why am I not allowed to have emotions? Okay. So then Lisa tells Larsa and Nicole, I'm going to go upstairs. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to dance. I don't want to drink. I don't want to have fun. Me, I want to, like, pout about the most heteronormative shit in my life. And it's like, good. Then leave. Leave the pride party, then. (laughs) Tell any one of these people why you're upset. The the genesis of why you're upset. Because I'm schlubby, thinning-haired idiot is ruining your life. And you, like, can't get out of the hamster wheel. Okay, bye. Like, (laughs) they don't want to hear that either, girl. Somehow or another, everybody ends up going back upstairs. Like, it's just, it's a chop, okay? Larsa tries to have a conversation with Lisa. Lisa's not trying to have it, right? So Dr. Nicole says, Lisa's upset because Julia tried to make it seem like the whole group was tired of hearing her talk about Lenny. But that's not exactly what was said. That's how you guys all feel, though. Like, let's be real, right? <laughs> right? She's like, well, what was said was that, like, we're all supportive of you. So then Larsa tells Lisa, listen, I rock with you regardless, but when I think you're wrong, I have to tell you that. Like, you shouldn't have said the things that you said to Kiki. I could not sit back and see you stand over somebody like Kiki, who never comes for anybody, and tell her to shut the fuck up. It's not who you are. So Lisa's like, okay, you guys, like, I'm, I, I'm supposed to be on trial on Monday. I don't want to feel like I'm on trial right now. Okay. 
So Nicole says, well, I just didn't want you to feel like the whole group felt that way because that's a false statement. And Adriana's like, well, yeah, I mean, I still cry over my divorce. And that was years ago. I don't know why you guys are trying to make her feel like she needs to get over her divorce before it's even over. It's not fair. And then she says in a confessional, I feel like we've been giving Lisa so many hall passes. Like, and I just feel like Lisa's been this, in this mode of fighting because she's fighting so much with Lenny that it's like starting to affect her, affect her relationship with her friends. So Kiki says, Lisa, okay, my thing with you is that you don't know anything about me or my backstory. I've been on my own since I was kicked out onto the street at 15 years old. You all have these beautiful lives and I worked really hard to get here too. I just want people to listen to me. Like, no one cares to even ask me one question about what's going on in my life. I have two kids. Nobody's helping me, Lisa. You don't even know my son's name. What's my son's name? What is it? <laughs> she can't say anything. Lisa, I'm sorry that you're going through a divorce, but I've gone through hell too. I'm not dumping my problems onto any of you guys. And then she says in a confessional, I really feel like Lisa thinks she's going through the worst thing in life. But what she's going through is not life-threatening. You're healthy. Your kids are healthy. These are the most important things in life. But the way she's acting, like, she's acting like these are not important. And money is a priority. But girl, money's not everything. Wake up. So then Lisa's like, well, I just don't want to say anything right now. You know, I just feel like anything I say is going to be misinterpreted. So I'm just not going to say anything. And then she turns to Kiki and says, I'm really sorry that you're going through that. I really am. And Kiki's like, but what you don't understand is that yesterday we were passing, we were on the boat, we were passing by all those homes. And what you said took me back because that's how I was raised. And I didn't say anything until you said like, oh, the food that I just threw at them is better than what the dogs probably have. And it triggered me because I lived that life. And just because it's a small home doesn't mean these people aren't feeding their dogs, Lisa. That's not what I was saying. That's exactly what you said, girl. And the flashback proves exactly that. And then she tells Kiki, well, you're just twisting my words. It makes me seem like I'm an insensitive, entitled asshole. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Lisa. This is, she's not having a good run. She's not having a good run. Not good. So then she says to Kiki, well, I can't fix your childhood trauma. I'm not a therapist. Uh. <laughs> a hush befalls the crowd. Kiki goes, excuse me? And Lisa goes, well, I can't fix your problems. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank Jesus on everything that I am not this dizzy of a bitch. I cannot imagine saying this to somebody. So Kiki rightfully says, fuck you. You can't fix my childhood trauma. Wow. Wow. Lisa keeps screaming. It's like, oh, you know what? Like just going off and going off. And Kiki's like, you know what? This is why I called you entitled and selfish. And you know what, Lisa? Maybe what's happening with you and Lenny is karma. And then Gertie tried to usher her out. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's not, let's not say that. No. <laughs> She's like, yeah, well, maybe it is. Maybe it is. And at that moment, put a mojito in, in Kiki's hands, okay? Put a mojito. Put a mojito. 
Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. We'll be back on Monday talking about the traders, Southern hospitality, and whatever the fuck is going on in pop culture this week. All right. Love you. Bye.